Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth. I hope you guys are all staying safe, staying home, social distancing, (laughs) staying healthy. Um, It is a small price to pay for the health of our nation. So I hope you guys are all staying safe. But anyways, today's episode is really exciting. I have Kinsey from Delight Ministries on. We recorded this a few weeks ago, probably over three weeks ago now since I've been here. I don't even know. Honestly, I'm so lost on how long I've been in my house. All the days just kind of blur. They're all a blur. Can we all just agree? Does everyone else feel very weird right now? Or like mentally you're just like this is not a feeling i felt before it's very like foggy you're just you know what i mean i don't know please let me know if i'm not alone anyways today's episode was recorded a few weeks ago maybe a month ago with kinsey from delight ministries this is before all of the stuff with like covid19 kind of happened like really right before when keaton and i ended up coming back to texas early but really quickly i wanted to transition into our things i love so much segment i don't know if i'm gonna keep this should i keep this let me know in the facebook group do we like this segment do we not like this segment and the intros you let me know we have a newsletter if you guys have not joined already the mailing list you need to because every single week you guys get an email that's really fun we have a top five products we have what i'm reading what i'm listening to things i've been learning kind of you know We know that. Oh my gosh, I should do another episode of that soon. That's like the one series we accidentally have going on this podcast. Basically, it's just like all my fave reads, listens, follows, all that stuff in the newsletter. So anything that I mention in here, it will just be a short clip of those. um, And they'll all be linked in the newsletter. So join the mailing list. Okay. Anyways, back to our new potential segment. So product wise, I've actually found some new products that I really, really love. Most of these will be in the email, but I'm just going to share one with you right now. The Super Glow Glow Screen. Oh my gosh, this stuff is so amazing. It just makes your skin look so healthy and pretty. It has this nice tint, shimmer. It's just everything that you want and more. If you want a nice glow to your skin, this is like my new holy grail product. As far as books go, I actually have two for you this week. So if you guys didn't know, I love Dolly Parton. This is, I've always loved Dolly Parton, but like more so recently, I've become obsessed with her. I think it's because I'm really still on this whole Nashville kick and I just love country everything. But Dolly Parton is an icon. Like, Oh my gosh, but I read her book, one of, I think it's the Dream More book. It's really short. It's actually just kind of an extension of her speech that she gave at a college, I believe at the University of Tennessee, but it's so good and she's just so cute and I think she's the best person ever. So I read that. That was a very quick, fun read and I'm currently reading The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Oh my gosh, guys. Okay, so you guys know how I feel about the whole like hustle culture, blah, 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 whatever. I'm so kind of over the topic, but this book came out at the same time that Jefferson Bathke's book came out 
that was to hell with the hustle so if you guys liked any of that you need to read the ruthless elimination of hurry this one i feel like honestly even more so aligns with me because i'm just like oh my gosh like you know when you read something and you're like that's me that's me that's me that's me and then also there's like practical steps to kind of like get better because it, seriously you just have to read it it's honestly i think this is my number one favorite book ever which is really saying something because i read all the time so I'm obsessed with that book. I think it's amazing. My friend actually started a book club on it. So that's exciting because I'm going to, even though I've already pretty much finished the book, I'm going to join the book club because I freaking love that book. Okay, so next up we have my streaming faves. So I started watching Tiger King. I'm only like two episodes in and I'm gonna be the first to admit that I actually looked up spoilers because the first episode was kind of slow in my opinion. Like it was kind of, I don't know, like I got that it was gonna be bizarre and funny and cool and I mean not cool. That's actually a really weird way to describe Tiger King, but entertaining, okay? Anyway, so I was just like, what is happening? So I looked it all up. I already know what happens. I did some research, but I'm still going to read it. That show is really, really out of control. So I'm going to finish that. And then also I'm all caught up on, is it Little Fires Everywhere? Why do I, I always get confused. I always want to say Big Little Fires because it's Reese Witherspoon. But that show's also amazing. Those two have been really circling around Twitter. And who was proud of me for actually watching a show at the time that it comes out and is popular? Because I always watch shows literally six years later. And so I actually feel really good about myself. And I feel like we should give myself a little round of applause, you know? My next fave is just kind of random, but my room is cozy now. I got a new chair. I have this cute zebra rug coming in. It's on Instagram, hopefully at this point. It's just been so cozy and I absolutely love my room right now. And it's been a really big game changer for me because before I would just go in my room and sleep and that was it. And I actually hated my room and now I love it. And it has really made the biggest difference. Anyway, today's episode is a little bit more faith-based. If you're not into that sort of thing, no worries. I think it's still actually encouraging and cool to hear about because you also hear a little bit of like a business model and how they were able to grow this and kind of start this. But I get asked all the time to do more like faith-based stuff. And then when I went to Nashville, so many of you guys told me that I needed to record with the girls from Delight or The Tent. And so I did it. We're literally all named Kenzie. Like we all have the same name, but only one of them was in town when we recorded this. So it's just with Kenzie. But it's confusing because we are literally all Mackenzie, Kenzie, you know what I'm saying. But anyways, I think it's a really great episode. And I also think it is a very good time to listen to this episode because one, it's very encouraging Two, a lot of you guys ask me about this stuff all the time. And I never know like kind of what you guys want to hear, what I should share, what I shouldn't share, because I'm not like wanting to throw something at you. But just listen. Let me know what you guys think. Next week will be totally normal. It'll either be Quentin or hopefully OK System Mood. We can get that episode or we have so many other pre-recorded episodes as well. So it'll be back to regular scheduled programming. Anyways, I just thought this would be a good time. Also, if you listen to this episode and you're like, oh, wait, I kind of want to like do something like this or this is kind of like piqued my interest or anything like that. I would actually really genuinely recommend signing up for the tent. They have their first week free. Actually, one of my friends in my real life texted me the other day and we literally went to bible college together and she's like this has like completely transformed my relationship with god i downloaded it from your instagram story and like it's literally completely changed my relationship with god and like she literally went to bible college with me so i think a lot of you guys will really enjoy it again 
if you guys don't like this, no worries. We have other normal stuff coming, but I also think that you guys should give it a listen. So anyways, I love you guys so much and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Really quickly, I just want to talk to you guys about Go Macro. You guys know how much I love macro bars. When we are actually allowed to leave the house, I love having them in my bag while I'm out and about if I'm busy because one, it saves me money. I'm not going to go spend money on some random snack while I'm out that's like $8. And then two, um, it's healthier. It's so much better for you. And it just makes me not kind of opt for a you know dessert or an unhealthy option. So it keeps me healthy. But also, since I've been stuck in my house I love having them in my office because I'm really trying to treat it as like I go in my office I work for the day and then I leave I don't really want to be in and out a ton so I keep them in my office they're my go-to snack I absolutely love them so I will tell you guys more so go macro is a mother-daughter owned vegan protein bar company that believes a balanced plant-based lifestyle is a key to a healthy body sharp mind and bold spirit I think now more than ever we need to be taking care of ourselves mind body and spirit so that is why I love the stuff. They're available in 16 mouth-watering flavors. They are packed with 100% plant-based ingredients to fuel your body and mind. They are made from simple, high-quality ingredients and are certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw, and soy-free. They come in so many flavors like maple sea salt, blueberry cashew butter, and most recently, this one's just the best flavor ever, double chocolate and peanut butter chips. If you have any food allergies or dietary restrictions, Go Macro offers three delicious nut-free flavors, including oatmeal chocolate chip, maple sea salt, and sunflower butter and chocolate. These taste so good. It doesn't feel like you're just eating for health. It feels like you're eating because you actually like the bar. You know the difference. Like that's how I feel about these. They're really, really good. So if you guys want, you can check out Go Macro at www.gomacro.com and use promo code I love you for 30% off plus free shipping for a limited time. Again, that is gomacro.com and use promo code I love you for 30% off plus free shipping for a limited time. All right, guys. So let's get back into the episode. Hi. Hello. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited that we're recording. I'm so pumped. We were just talking, well, for a while, but we were also talking about it's very confusing because our names are the same. Literally all three of us. Yeah, actually. We don't even have the third party here. In spirit. In spirit. She's with us. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Snack. Uh, yes. Welcome. Welcome back. (laughs) Do you want to do a little one minute bio and just kind of introduce yourself? Yes. Okay. So... One minute bio. My name is Mackenzie, also known as Kens Ray Baker. <laughs> That's a really cute name. I mean, Thank okay, uh, the you. Kens. I meant that, but I meant your full name, <laughs> not just because yeah, it's like, my I name really as well. Like your name. <laughs> Wait, what's your middle name? Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth that's right. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Well, a lot Uh, of people think that's my last name. So, yeah, yeah. that's so confusing these days. Instagram's really screwing it up. But anyways, okay, yes, I'm Kenz. I am one of the co-founders of Delight Ministries, which is a college women's ministry. We'll talk about it more, I'm sure. But other than that, I'm actually from Los Angeles. Pretty pumped to be talking to a fellow like valley girl you know I don't usually like really like (laughs) soak it in but I'm loving this I live here in Nashville Tennessee now I went to college here and then just stayed here after because of delight and I don't know 
that's about all right now. I have so many questions, but we're okay. going to do hot seat first. So I stay in my nice structure. Well, you probably know this by the intro that I recorded, but I am in Nashville currently recording. Yes. I have been here well, about four hours and I already love it. Everyone told mile. me I would love it. It's literally so cute. The it's view, so cute. The view from the Airbnb that we're recording in is also very cute. It's like pure windows. Like anybody who likes natural lighting would love this Airbnb. Yeah. No, literally my friend Keen, who's staying with me, texted me and she's like, so how's the Airbnb? Like we haven't stocked it thousand times on the internet and i said <laughs> i'm like it's not necessarily like our style but it's a great vibe and the lighting is awesome she said oh, thanks that's, that's all i needed <laughs> wait what do you mean it's not your style what's your not style? our style i just know exactly the interior oh. that keaton likes does that make sense yes. we're very specific but we like yes. this i'm just saying it's not like we yes. wouldn't want our home to be this you know what yes, i mean totally totally yeah. you have to clarify yeah or else just start thinking you want it to look exactly like that. Yes. I just chugged coffee, like half of it. <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like, da, 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 da. we're going to go to hot seat. First okay. question. This Ready. is my favorite one. Okay. Okay. Best purchase you have made under $100 in the past six months. Ooh. Yes. Okay. I'm not remembering the name of this place. I think it's called Sweat Nashville. Okay, I got one of those memberships, the sweat house where you sweat it all out. Okay, I was literally just listening to Annie F. Down's podcast yeah. with, I don't even remember who it was. I think it was like Mount the US or something like that. And yeah. they were talking about going, they were like, you pay to sweat. We don't get it. <laughs> like, I was like, that actually sounds like something I would love. Okay, I mean, tell us more. Yeah, well, first of all, it is difficult. Like, I usually think I'm like advanced at everything in my life. <laughs> I mean, yeah, same. I, <laughs> You, you could set it from like seven through nine rating of how hot you want it. And I was like, for sure nine. But I like died. Like it is so hard. I was mentally just like trying to stay in there for the full like 30 minutes and was like dying. You sweat so much. But what I feel like is it's so it good though? Like, is it just like a sauna or is it a workout type thing? What is it? It sounds crazy, but it's like a, what do you call it? Like oh, you're a in like a bag thing? Kind of. Oh is that yeah. What, is that what you call it? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Wait, is that I don't. I mean, sure, we're going to go with <laughs> yeah, it. A so body you, bag, we'll yeah, say that. Like a okay. body bag. And you like get in there and you, but your face is uncovered. And then it just is like super hot. I don't know how it's heating, but it's like coming at you. And you like sweat so much. And you're just laying on this like cushion thing. And it's like kind of covering you. A lot of people, if you struggle with claustrophobia you probably wouldn't like it but it was like pretty intense but you can have your phone out and watch netflix or something okay that's what i was gonna ask yeah i yeah. feel like if i just sat there for 30 minutes in that kind oh, of heat in i like would just silence yeah in silence. but at some point you had to like put the phone down and just like breathe because you feel like you're about to die it was pretty crazy but i got a membership so here <laughs> but we are you're down yeah. i'm here long term so yeah i think i'm gonna go back but how often do you go like how often is good for you I don't know how often like you, you go every day though. Go. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> to get to that nine. Yeah, literally <laughs> right when they open. No, I don't know. I'm probably gonna go quite often though to get the most out of my like 160 bucks that I just spent. Yeah, on you this for thing. sure should go quite I often. I just got the one time package, so I think it'll work out well. Yeah, no, but that sounds good. Sweat out your toxins, stay healthy. Yeah, especially these days. Especially these days. Yeah. Okay. Next question. All right. What is your go-to car song? Like, if you're going mm. on a nice drive and like blasting some music, you know? Ooh. Okay. I'm kind of like a pop rock girl. Oh, love so, that. I don't know. I would say my sister makes all my playlists for me. I can't do it on my own. Oh, that's a great sister. Yeah. She just shares them on Spotify. Or whatever, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty easy. 
but I got into, I mean, this is the most basic thing I could say, but I really got into love. Is that what you said? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I really like him. Okay. I mean, my I'm friend's more, like, If I'm going on a long drive, I'm not very like sentimental. I'm more like, let's go like yeah. poppy dance fun, you know? Yeah. Instead of like getting in my feels. Do you like Lynn and Stella? Oh, I don't know who that is. Okay, so I'm obsessed with her now. She's Ooh. my current recent fave. I obviously started watching the show Nashville about a month yes. ago when I decided I was coming here. Wait, that's amazing. Literally obsessed with that show. I've heard it's really accurate of the city, honestly. Well, I feel, yeah, I mean, yeah. I can attest my four hours here. I feel like it, <laughs> it's pretty similar. I literally was walking down the street and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm literally on Nashville. I'm so cool. Um, <laughs> but they're these sisters, Lennon and Macy Stella. Okay. They went viral like probably 10 years ago for some reason. I've always kept up with and like just followed yeah. and whatever. And then yeah. recently I kind of forgot. Anyways, started watching the show they're on the show Whoa. then you would definitely know her music because there's a few songs that are like top 40 okay would. anyways been listening to her lately really great i think Ooh, you would like her okay i'm getting into that after this okay last question okay what is your favorite place in all of nashville oh my gosh there's a restaurant called rolf and daughters and it is just the best thing that happened what do you get earth. there oh they have like that squid ink pasta have you read squid no. it's black pasta because wow. of the ink and it's so good though it's like spicy it's like farm to table food it's kind of italian twist but the vibe wow i mean i go to places for the vibe well yeah. no and food combo it has to be like equivalent but yeah it's so cute it's the atmosphere so cute. has to be just right and yes. the food keeps you there kind of thing you know yeah because if it's not cute, cute you know, like you're, you're less likely to go. Yeah. Oh, you know? for sure. I guess other than like a cool hole in the wall where you're like, yeah, I was just going to say, and yeah. then I also love places that are like really yeah. hole in the wall and just yeah. like the best food ever. But yeah. like, there's just a different, a different situation, but yeah. Rolf and daughters is like a good date night too. So I would say those are my favorite nights in Nashville. You know, where is that? Like, where is it? It's in Germantown. Where is that in comparison to oh, where we are? Where we are. I'm like, it's I like a mile away. Okay, cool. So you should definitely go. I'm learning so much about go. Nashville. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I could go on and on. I No, we will because yeah. I love this place. This is seriously, yeah, <laughs> big band. here to this Every, Airbnb. Yeah, everyone has always told me I would love it here because I was just telling you this, but I'll tell the yeah. listeners because they're like, it's kind of a cross between LA and Dallas, like the good of both. Yeah. And I love that. It and literally it. is. It literally is. Has the best food. It's easy to get around. Good oh. people. Yeah. Okay. So nice. Right? Everyone is so nice. Yeah. And I mean, I am from Texas, so I'm like all about Southern hospitality. Yeah. But there's like more of a country twang here than yes. like in Dallas right now or like where I'm living in Dallas specifically. Mm. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. Oh, you know? yeah. They got like the cowboy boots. Yeah. Parts of town. I love that. Yeah. Love That's that. That's amazing. Okay, so let's go into a little bit more of your story before we get into everything else. Yes. Where did you go to school? I went to school at Belmont University, just okay, right down cool. the street. Okay, so you grew up in Manhattan Beach, though? Yes, I grew up. Well, actually, my parents live there now. I grew up kind of more towards Calabasas area. Did yeah. you love it? Loved it. I love LA. What was yes. it like? Oh, shoot. Well, you know, I everybody's always like going to LA and from Nashville and they're like, where should we go? Where should we go eat? Where should we go get drinks? And I'm like, don't know, obviously, because I was like 16 when I lived there. Yeah. So I really didn't know like the real vibe. But growing up kind of in the like suburbs of LA was amazing. I mean, I had no idea that 
other places in the country got cold. I was oblivious. I thought everywhere was 70 and sunny. <laughs> like, like everything was perfect weather. I had no clue. Yeah. So I took it for granted to say the least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty crazy. Like I went to school, we would like bus down to Malibu, Zuma, like so all the time. Like, you know, that was like my life growing up. It's like all the high school kids just like bumming it on the beach. My first so kiss fun. was on the beach. Yeah, that's night. so fun. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it was perfect. All right, guys, we are going to quickly take a break to talk about Caliper. You guys know how much I love Caliper CBD. I have really fallen in love with CBD over the past three weeks. It really helps me sleep and I've been a little bit more stressed and I've definitely been having a lot of problems sleeping, which I've never really had before. But Caliper CBD has really, really, really helped me sleep and kind of de-stress a little bit. So what's great about CBD is that it helps you feel better without making drastic changes to your routine. But let's be real. I think the droppers have a really funny taste to them i just don't love them and i just don't think it's the best that science has to offer right now so that is where caliper comes in it's a better way to consume cbd so basically they believe that everyone deserves to feel better naturally and that drastic changes shouldn't be required so that's why they made a more precise and reliable cbd product that's easier to take than cbd oil easier i love that you get all the benefits of cbd in a tasteless dissolvable powder that your body absorbs more rapidly so you can feel better naturally without upending your your lifestyle. You can put it in your morning coffee, smoothies, evening tea, mocktails, protein shakes, water, anything. My personal fave, as I told you guys in, I think last week, is my evening tea. It really helps me wind down and kind of just chill after the day. I love Caliper CBD. I love their pre-measured packets. They don't taste like grass. They're easy to mix into food and drink, and it just makes it overall just so much easier. It's also clinically proven to be superior to standard CBD oil. So Caliper gives you all the benefits of CBD in just 15 minutes. And it's clinically proven that your body absorbs 450% more CBD with Caliper compared to others. There's always precisely 20 milligrams in each packet, so you never question how much CBD you are taking again. So Caliper CBD comes in affordable 10 and 30 count packs that you can get started for under $20. Individual 20 milligram packets give you the maximum benefits of CBD wherever you go. Unlike some products out there, Caliper is completely THC free, all the goodness of CBD with no high. All natural, non-GMO ingredients, no fillers, added chemicals, or artificial flavors. Get 20% off your first order when you use promo code ILOVEYOU at trycaliper.com slash ILOVEYOU. Again, that is 20% off your first order when you use promo code ILOVEYOU at trycaliper.com slash I love you. Caliper is so sure you'll love the product. They even offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. So again, that is trycaliper.com slash I love you. And don't forget promo code I love you for 20% off your first order. Okay, guys, let's get back into the episode. What made you decide to go to school in Nashville? One of my girlfriends was dating a guy that went to school here. So she was moving here too. Had no clue what the school is about, honestly. It was a private Christian school and I knew I wanted to go to a Christian school. I gave my life to the Lord my junior year of high school. So I was like super, super excited to like yeah. go to Christian school. I was like, this is gonna be everything I yeah. wanted. It's time for college. You're like, I yes. go, to, I love church now, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, exactly. I'm like, I'm gonna join all the groups on campus and meet all the best people. <laughs> so anyways, this is a Christian school, small in a in a city. So I wanted to stay in a city, not like... So many colleges are out in the like country, yeah. you know, college so, towns like that's it. Yeah. I don't think I could have done that. So I loved Belmont. It was an awesome place, but like 70% of the student body does music. 
So. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. It's like a super music school. I didn't realize it either until I got there. <laughs> and you're like, whoa. I was like, do I need to play the guitar? Like, I would give anything to be musically talented. Like uh, literally anything. Can you see? You can't sing or anything? No, I can't do anything. Earlier uh, when I was testing the mics before you got here, I was like, maybe I should like try to sing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I'm not going to do that to myself. That's so embarrassing. But I'm like, you're lying if you haven't thought you, you could do that, you know? That's amazing. Did you grow up in church though? It's funny because you know, we have a podcast too. And we talk a lot about growing up in our faith and Matt grew up in church, like totally her dad's a pastor. And so in comparison, I totally really didn't as much as she did. I mean, but my mom listens and she hears it, you know, she's like, I took you to church all the time. I'm like, did you though? Yeah, She's like the different. best, but I, I went to church over like the holidays here and there when Same. we were in town, things like that. I was, I like, didn't like my youth group at all. And I feel like that's where you like, kind of like a lot of people that did grow up in church kind of develop a lot of mm-hmm. their like excitement for Jesus and like youth group and with those types of people and stuff. And like, I never connected with them. And so I kind of like never really wanted to go to church sometimes would, but it was never a big part of my story. So yeah, that's really similar yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I, didn't grow up in church by any means, mm. but I did go, I mean, what's the term that people say? Like CEOs or whatever, yes. Christmas, Easter only, whatever. Yes. We would go holidays and yes. then randomly we would kind of go. Like my family would have definitely like considered themselves Christians, but mm. I, I wouldn't have. Now looking back, I don't feel like yeah. I felt that personally, at least, you know? Oh, for sure. I'm yeah. so Texan. I went to a church camp and then I, that's so like good. such a big thing there. It is? Yeah. It's so, it's like. I know it's a really big thing in like Dallas, like Jewish culture as well. Mm. So like that's a really big thing camp wise. And then like Christian normal camps are a really big thing. My step siblings are Jewish. So I like know all this stuff now. Um, But (laughs) yeah, I like actually know nothing. They, they actually, (laughs) their youth and everything is as far as like community and what they do leadership wise is actually wild. Like everyone can learn from them. I have a lot to say on that, but anyways, it's really really cool. cool. Okay. Anyways. So then we ended up going to the church camp and then I was like radically like, this is the best thing ever. I kind of had a rough few years in like my home life before that. Yeah. So it was like perfect timing, exactly what I needed. Wow. Then I got really plugged into my youth group. I ended up a few years later, like rough stuff went down and it was like, kind of like, that's yeah. why I ended up leaving for a few years. But I will say for the time being, like there's a lot of things I had to unlearn from that mm. group. But I think that was like such a big thing for me growing up. Like my youth group was like the best thing ever. I was only even there for like two and a half years, but like so much of it was, I guess it was kind of the foundation, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. That's so cool. I know it's so crazy how much like your church community plays a role into the foundation of your faith and stuff. It's real. I mean, you hear most stories. It's like, I met Jesus at church camp. I met Jesus like through my friends that like love him too. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a huge part of people's story, but it is tough when it kind of is a bad story because like what you said, it takes a while to like undo that hurt and gain new perspective. It takes a lot of humility to overcome that, I think. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Delight Ministries, like how that came about. I want to know everything and also from a practical standpoint, how it's run, all of the like, quote unquote, like business stuff behind it, everything. So how did this come about? How did it start? So like I was saying, I got, I went to a Christian school, thought I was going to show up and like everybody was going to like love the Lord because it was a Christian school. And I was obviously naive to that because now I know that 
that's usually not the reality of obviously thousands of people in college trying to figure their life out. And so anyways, it was super hard for me to find community when I got to college of people that were actually passionate about their faith too. And yeah, I joined some campus ministries, loved them, was really invested in them, but I just never felt like they were like my people. Like they really didn't like super inspire me to pursue my faith deeper. Also, they were co-ed ministries and like there's just certain things you don't talk about with guys in the room, obviously. And so there was like kind of like not really a lot of vulnerability there, realness there. And so anyways, we decided to start a Mac and I, we are the co-founders of Delight. We met our freshman year of college. Our moms introduced us in the cafeteria. It was awkward. Wait, how did that happen? So it actually has to do with our name. So amazing. <laughs> it's full circle. But <laughs> yeah, so uh, her mom overheard my mom call me Mackenzie and was like, oh, honey, my daughter's named Mackenzie too. And then we like were forced to meet. And that's actually yeah, so funny. As freshmen in college, you're just like, hey like so awkward about it I'm like mom get away (laughs) but yeah that's how we met but we actually it's so such a funny story we hung out like once and apparently during that hang I told her that I was probably gonna rush because I kind of thought I was gonna rush actually didn't end up rushing which is just random I don't really know why but she just assumed that I was just gonna have different friends and like we seriously just didn't talk after that first hang (laughs) really really funny yeah so anyways long story short we end up re like connecting a lot of people were like you guys need to know each other you're so much alike or blah 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 and so we ended up grabbing dinner together the end of our freshman year and yeah during that conversation you know those conversations with friends where you're just like feel so empowered when you leave like you just yes, my favorite about, yeah right yeah you're like you're real with each other you resonated with each other and you're just excited about what God's doing in each other's lives and that's what happened there in that conversation and so I knew we should stay in touch and like knew God was at work in our friendship and yeah we kept in touch all summer it's like actually a big thing we talk about all the time is when you hang out with people when there's somebody that you meet that you really vibe with or whatever a girlfriend like it's so funny these days we sometimes let our pride get in the way of like pursuing that person as a friend and that was like a real thing for us like I remember that summer like super wanting to hang out with Mac when he got back to college but I felt so awkward and embarrassed to like reach out and like text her and be like hey what's up like but I really believe like as friends there's like we should be people that like pursue each other you know if there's somebody Mm -hmm. that you connect with on like a heavenly level like to actually like reach out and pursue them and like be real and like just put your pride aside you know and Mm -hmm. just say hey and yeah so I think especially in college or when you move anywhere I get questions all the time I'm like how did you make friends when you moved to LA how did you make and I'm kind of in the process like yeah I moved back to where I'm from but still 40 minutes away and it's like I'm having to make new friends and it's in order to find a friend you have to be a friend so you want that person to reach out to you but they also probably want you to reach out to them. Like, it's not weird. Just be like, Hey, let's hang out. You know what I mean? I grew up with eight siblings. So it's like pretty easy for me to be like, Hey, like let's go do something. And my cousins and I are best friends. So like that made it a lot easier for me. Yeah. But even now I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Like I'm definitely running into that now more than I ever have. Mm. And it's like, I, I definitely need to be making more of an effort. I've only been there for like a month. So I'm kind of being dramatic, (laughs) but I think it's more so just like, yeah you have to be a friend to have a friend and not something that people forget you know seriously yeah and not being scared to just like put yourself out there like because everybody loves I mean 
I don't know a time that somebody texted me and I was like, ew, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. I'm always like, oh ew. my gosh, you texted me. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was so sweet or kind or intentional. Like, let's all be people like that. So, all right. Anyways, though, that's how we met. We kept in touch over the summer, got back to school and just had a conversation. We we're like, how cool would it be to start like a girls Bible study where we could like bring other women on our campus together? Like there's such a lack of Christian community. And so we decided to start this Bible study, which grew a ton. And we were like, holy cow, there's such a need for women's Christ centered community in college. And it just didn't exist at all. And so we told some of our friends about it and convinced them to start Delight on their campus too. And eventually created like a website and a brand one summer. And then it just like took off. It's been crazy. So now we're at um, like 158 universities across the country. That's crazy. Yeah. Thousands of women now getting to experience like Christ-centered community. So it is the coolest thing. They meet weekly. We have curriculum. So it's just basically a community on your college campus to like have real conversation about what God's doing in your life and challenge each other, push each other. There's so much power in that kind of community. So That is so cool. Yeah. So what year did you graduate? I graduated in 2015. Okay. So when you yeah. graduated, did you go straight into Delight full-time? Yes. Okay. We did that's it so straight. cool. Full-time. It's a crazy story. We were actually on a, me and Mac, like at the time, our se- senior year is so weird, right? You're like, oh my gosh, like what should I be doing for so many people? They just say, you know, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. And so anyways, we were in that place, like literally Christmas break. We were like, should we like pursue this full time? At the time we had like 10 chapters and they were probably like hilarious. They're probably like small and barely a thing, but we were like, so it wasn't like legit enough to like actually take that leap, Mm -hmm. but it could have been, you know, so we were kind of scheming how we could do it. We were like, we could work part time. You could move home. You could do this, that. We decided to take a little time away, like a weekend away, just like pray through it and like kind of strategize about it. And over that trip, we got a call from somebody who wanted to support like our whole first year financially of delight. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Just a confirmation, honestly, yeah. of like God at work in it too. So there's times like when things are tough and delight, you know, or obviously that first year, first year doing something full time is like super hard, like so many dry seasons. And I always like look at that and I'm like, wait, God, you wanted me to do this, you know? So mm-hmm. that's really actually cool. a really cool story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, I just discovered my new favorite subscription. It's called Causebox, and I need to tell you all about it. Okay, so Causebox is a quarterly, which means four times a year, subscription box curated by Women for Women that is filled with all sorts of amazing products and brands that are ethical, sustainable, and have positive mission to give back and make the world better. I love all these things. I love that it's by Women for Women. You guys know that I love trying out new products and brands, especially ones that have a good mission that are giving back to the world. Every Box is limited edition and comes with six to eight full-size products. So you can get everything from skincare and jewelry to homewares and accessories, basically all of my favorite categories. The last four boxes sold out within days, which I can believe because you get over $250 worth of product for only $50. I got my own sample box and here's just a few of my favorite things that were in it. Okay, so in the current box, they have a sustainable grocery starter kit. They have this really cute Zoe crossbody by Pixie Mood. They have 
have, guys, this is my current favorite, the stackable bento box. You guys know how much I love cooking and meal prepping and all that stuff. So this is my current favorite. They also have a gem necklace. They have a super eye duo. They also have an exclusive magazine that tells the story and mission behind each product in the box, which I love. I love knowing the stories behind brands and products. So I absolutely love Cosbox. So they ship it right to your door for free and opening it and feeling like I got myself a huge surprise gift. It feels like my birthday mixed with Christmas with another birthday. It's just the best thing ever. The best part is that I, of course, course got my listeners an exclusive discount so you guys can go to www.causebox.com slash i love you and use the code i love you again that is causebox.com and use the code i love you to get your first box for 30 percent off so as in you guys can get your first box that is worth 250 dollars for less than 39 dollars and free shipping so go to causebox.com right now you guys are going to love it again that is causebox.com slash i love you and use code i love you all right guys let's get back into the episode so it started more as like chapters and then you guys are making curriculum and then when did like the podcast and all that kind of start in like touring i want to hear all about this yes it's actually really cool so delight started we've been doing delight like four years now out of college full time and over this period of time we've been like Mac and I have always struggled. We're like, should we like step into this more? Like, should we connect kind of like our faces with delight or not? Should we stay behind the scenes and just be like, you know, in the office grinding away? Or should we like kind of be more vocal and out there? And I mean, we decided over the last couple of years, we're like, gosh, like God is so up to something through like our friendship, partnership. And people love to like connect a face with the brand yeah, too. It's really... Yeah. I think it makes it more relatable and people feel more connected to you. So overall they're more connected to like Delight as a whole, you know? Yeah. Oh, and I get that. Like people that I follow or organizations that I love, I usually like know the story and stuff like that. Yeah, that's so true. So anyways, over the last couple of years we were like, okay, we should kind of like step out a little bit more into all this. So that's why we decided to do the podcast and we wrote a book together that how to prepare for your future love story. It's like all about dating and relationships. That's cute. Have you taken the quiz before? No, I haven't. Oh, it's really funny. So we have this like dating quiz that like has really been popular. It's like kind of defines your dating personality. And oh, I saw this yeah. on the podcast. So you guys okay, did. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that kind of was like a pretty big thing for us. We went on a tour with it, with that book eventually too. And all these things have grown. And so, yeah, we actually just recently created like a full new brand, like an offshoot brand of delight that's called for the girl. And it's actually like, I mean, the back end of that is like totally separate. So they're separate companies and stuff like that. So they work in like, are you guys in the same office? Yes. They work in tandem with each other. Like a lot of the roles on staff are actually like 50, 50 split of their time and everything. So what does staff look like? Yeah. So we have seven regional directors that live across the country and like oversee all of our chapters hands on. At one point it was growing so much and I was like, try I mean as you can imagine it's like student run it's all like so there's a lot of transition in order to keep it like sustainable we really need to people like out there on the grounds like calling leaders checking up and also just like ministering to them as they're pouring so much out so we decided to create this whole program that's seven people that actually live across the country it's only a year-long program so it's like a year on mission for recent college graduates they move and like get to travel and visit all these chapters oh, that's and so cool minister to all the leaders yeah they all have like a hundred people that they're like mentoring under them like wow. it's kind of crazy so anyways we have all those that are out there in the country and then in the back office we have three full-time 
people that do like marketing operations, like manage the regional director program event. Or we're about to hire two more roles to events and, and startup chapters. We have a ton of new chapters starting all the time. So they okay. oversee that. So that is so cool. When yeah. you are looking to hire someone, like what is that process? How do you guys find people? Mm-hmm. How do you kind of interview? What do you think is like the most important kind of yeah. thing that you've seen? It's so funny, you know, for so many positions, you put out these like applications and you get all these, we get a lot of people apply for anything we put out there. And Mac and I are hilarious. We like, honestly, we barely look at applications. I don't know if this is good or bad, but we like barely read those things. We're like, pew, pew. Cause mm-hmm. I really think that it's best to know them. And it could be through them it, have yeah. reaching out like over email or text months prior. And I just like recognize their name and how they like reached out. So we like love that situation a lot of it is um yeah so it's a lot like the relationship I would say or people that I've reached out and put themselves out there and take an initiative to hang when they're in town or whatever it is like just that connection relationally is really important for us and then also we mostly hire internally through like our regional director program Mm -hmm. um so we'll like a lot of times those people will step into like a full-time position on staff after their year is over. But obviously we're a small organization, so not everybody, but yeah, I would say it's all like relational or internal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what was your first like position that you hired for? Ooh. Um, our first position was operations. Cause Mac and I suck at everything like yes, that. Right? Same. <laughs> yeah. That's actually the worst anytime, especially at a church. I'm like, I will do legit anything besides yeah. the a team like an, anything administrative or operations i'm like trust me like it's not even that i don't want to it's that like you are better off without right. me doing these things you know <laughs> yes. you're like take it away no literally it's, it's take important it away. right to know what you're good at and yeah. not good at like yes how can i learn that quickly it's really cool in our partnership too when I say partnership, it makes it sound like we literally are together. Like but you're like married in every single second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, we have very different giftings. Like Mac is super good at just like strategy and creative. And she's an awesome speaker, writer, all those things. But she doesn't like to like manage people. She's not. And I love to like manage people. I love relationships. I love like pumping people up about a mission and um, so we just have very different giftings. It's so important in a partnership. And yeah. we've also considered that in everybody we hire too. So yeah, we were like finances, operations, legal stuff. We know nothing. So yeah, legal, right? I'm, out. I'm literally out. I know. That's really important. I think it's really important to play off your strengths yes. and then hire your weaknesses. 100%. Like, I think people, I've talked about this before, but people are so focused on getting better at their weaknesses. I'm like, I think you should just focus on what you're good at and then find someone to kind of fill in that gap when you can, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's like way more effective way, I think. So out of college, were you fearful at all of like stepping into this full time or more so because like you're young, people always are like, you know what I mean? Like, how did you feel? Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. We did not know what we were doing. And I think it's important to be like honest about that, you know, like just like, yeah, not pretend like you do. I mean, there is 
there is an area of like fake it till you make it. We for sure nailed that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just had to. You're like, oh, I know. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Even though you're like panicking inside. It's definitely the best <laughs> approach. Um, but you also do have to be like really ask for help. Yeah. So we for sure asked for a lot of help in a lot of things. And we were not afraid to do that. Reaching out to people being like, we have no idea what we're doing in this area. Help us. Got mentors. Just like an army of people surrounding us, which was like super important and yeah it was so weird though because we were like just as young as some of the people that we were like talking to on the phone about starting delight chapters and stuff like that and so I feel like for the first couple years I felt like I was just like them I was like oh I'm just like your friend and stuff and (laughs) I didn't feel like I could speak in their life at all or really mentor them or even like spiritually like speak into them at all because we were about the same age and so there's a lot of maturing that had to happen there I feel like and a lot of humility and recognition, but then also being like, Hey God, you've called me this. I'm going to like, I'm going to step into this, you know? So I don't know. It it was, it was crazy though. Yeah. Well, youngins. Yeah. How did you find mentors? Mm, Sought them out really. I mean, if I knew somebody who knew somebody that I thought was legit and so cool and somebody I would really relate with, I, somehow found their number and cold call. No, I do a lot of that. Even to today, I feel like I do a lot of that. It's so scary, right? Picking up the phone or sending a DM. I mean, the phone is ideal though, if you can get the phone, right? Like yeah, calling true. them. <laughs> calling but, them like, uh, hey. Yeah, sought them out was the biggest thing, I think. And then also just like asking, yeah, asking them and being really forward with the ask too. There was a college minister who we loved, who we had a relationship with, but it wasn't like, we kind of met with her here and there. And eventually when we graduated college, we were like super intentional. We were like, can you mentor us? And I think that conversation is really important to be like forward about it. Um, but yeah, just seeking people out. It's crazy how many people probably want to mentor people, but yeah. they never get asked to. Yes. So you just have to ask. Especially in the South. Yeah. Because in LA, or I think it kind of just depends on the like communities that you're in. Yeah. I found like in, because that's not the norm. Like having a mentor there, like where you're like, will you be my mentor? And like sitting down with them, like that's not the norm. Mm-hmm. in at least like the communities that I know there. Yeah. But Dallas, that is way more the norm. Like you have mm-hmm. someone that you meet with weekly or right. you, you know, and I love that stuff. But yeah. I think either way, like even if let's say some like a mentor is like too busy or something and it's just like not the right time for them or whatever I think just being close in proximity so even if like let's say you're serving in a church or like let's not even go church like this is something job wise like just volunteering to help them with things just kind of getting in proximity with them not to make it all about yourself but just to kind of learn from watching I think so good there's a lot too that you can learn nothing replaces like actually having a relationship with a leader in your life but there's a lot you can learn even through like podcasts and online like there's so much stuff you can learn from so many people now yes you know? yes which is so helpful and so good yeah yeah you do have to be in touch about the people you're asking or reaching out to and like be smart about it like I'm not about to like call up Christine Kane like you know like, <laughs> yeah. like, can you mentor me I'm like looking at more like people that maybe are a little bit that I know have the time capacity and you have to think consider that in their lifestyle and stuff so that's actually really important. There's this girl who came recently through her school. She had to do some service hours and she did it with delight. Our operations girl like set it all up and her name's Hannah and she ended up coming in the office here or there to like give her like volunteer hours for her school schedule. And it was hilarious. Like she only had to come like 
I think like four times through the whole semester for like half day. So it wasn't a lot at all. And she would just randomly show up to the office. And every time, I mean, this sounds so bad, but by the third time, every time she came, I like still didn't really know who she was. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait. And then eventually the fourth time she took so much initiative and like put herself around us and like came in the office and was serving and like said, Hey, reached out, we got coffee. And I like literally, I felt so convicted by the Lord. I was like, I need I should like reach out to this girl myself and mentor her. Like Mm -hmm. she showed up, she's given her time. She's like, she left such a great impression and it was like so sweet and outgoing. And so anyways, I just started recently actually mentoring her and it has been the coolest thing. And it was only because she came for a little couple of volunteer hours. So what you're saying about yeah, yeah. surrounding yourself by people is so important. Showing so. that you're serious and that you're willing to like put in the work. Yes. Cause I think a lot of the time people, I think where the whole like mentorship thing kind of gets a bad rap in the communities that aren't really for it is they like, they're kind of not even viewing it, but feeling it like someone will just come up and be like, Hey, mentor me. And it's like, there's no relational like equity there. There's yes. no uh, kind of proof of like, it's almost yes. like an entitlement thing, even though it's not. And like For most sure. of the time, if you get to the point of asking someone to mentor you like nine times out of 10, that is not your heart behind that. Yeah. But I think almost like putting in the work almost, but that's not really yeah. the right way to phrase that. You yeah. Know? No, exactly. Cause practically they need to like know who you are a little bit and know, recognize yeah. your face and stuff like that. That's yeah. so important. Yeah. No, exactly. Okay, wow. so let's talk about the structure behind Delight. Like, what is your role day to day? What are you guys kind of doing in the office? What are you currently working on? I know you guys have a lot of different, not projects, but a lot of different things going on. So, yeah. what is kind of a day to day? Ooh, good question. Okay, so I would say majority of my time is spent like making content. So, writing content, preparing for a podcast. Yeah, a lot of just writing, like even when it comes down to like newsletter type stuff. Um, a lot of my role too is just like overall like strategy of campaigns are running. So I'll do like the high level planning dates, goals and stuff like that. So how do you like physically, not physically, but how do you structure that online? Like, do you use like Google Sheets? Do you use like, what is it all organized through? Yeah, great question. Oh, I love talking platforms. Perfect. Like, there we go. go. Yeah. <laughs> We've tried so many like calendar type of platforms, but I honestly, we were go to do Google calendars most yeah. of the time. It's just the best. It connects to your email, easily connects to everybody else on staff and you can add them to things. So I would say we like calendar out everything through Google calendar. Another thing that we really use is just like a Google doc. So at the beginning of the year, we sit down as a team and we have like a day long meeting and we plan out every single thing that's um, being launched or initiative or anything we're doing for every single month and it's like highlighted with everybody's roles and so that's really helpful we utilize that all the time and then yeah our calendars that document I would say like day-to-day like tasks and stuff we all utilize Trello a lot do you what use is Trello? that no so it's like a task management system so it's less of like people probably use it as like a calendar or like more large like planning campaigns but I use it and everybody on the staff mostly use it just for like to do's it's really helpful too for if you have any remote employees you can actually like share it and see what they're doing what they're crossing off and stuff like that it's kind of confusing until you're in it but it's free and it's awesome so check it out yeah 
I'm always trying to I'm like I want to know how you guys are organized I want to know how it's structured like (laughs) it's it's honestly things are just confusing sometimes I'm like I don't know how to do this you know I know oh my gosh it's crazy but some of these platforms save your life they really do so I want to talk about touring and like Mm. how all that happened also like I know how much it takes to put on like a single event Mm. especially like that Mm. so I just need to know everything because this is hard work like this is very (laughs) difficult you guys also I looked at your like February tour thing which I literally missed you guys by like days in Dallas when I looked at that but so sad I know but um you had a lot of stops so like what (laughs) is it like Tell me more about like what the show, quote unquote show, I mean, whatever yeah. is like. In a band. Sh- yeah. <laughs> and then we'll talk more about the like structure behind it after. Yes. So it is awesome. Best night ever seriously it's so fun so we start off the night well we really wanted a lot of fun video elements i don't know if you've ever been to like a conference or an event that has like really funny or really cool videos but we were like we want that whatever they're doing we want that (laughs) so we had a bunch of video elements which is super fun that's like a huge part of it mac and i started off the night we did like a hilarious dance which is embarrassing (laughs) i don't know if you saw but i literally ripped my pants (gasps) on stage yes like hardcore ripped my pants during one of the on stage from Wait a second. Knee. Was this on an IGTV video or something? Yeah, okay, probably yeah, one yeah. of those. Yeah. It was like <laughs> probably like 10 minutes in our long video, but we need to cut them shorter, but too much good content, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, though, yeah, I literally ripped my pants in front of like 200 people on stage. My whole incredible. Like, butt was exposed. Like it was crazy. And then I peed my pants. That's literally not Just real. because it was so funny. Yeah. Because you, yeah, you like, what it was you just shocking. Yeah. So that <laughs> happened. But anyways, we, we started off with this hilarious dance. Mac brought a word. It was awesome. She's an incredible speaker. And we had worship. We had a time of response where you could, yeah, just experience breakthrough. The whole theme of the night was one moment changes everything. And it was basically like how, you know, I can look back on my faith journey and there's been like specific moments Mm -hmm. that like, I don't know if it was in a worship night or at a church service or a conversation with a friend or seriously on a road trip alone where I like experienced breakthrough in something or like a weight was lifted or I experienced so much clarity in something or just like felt the presence of God more than I ever had before. And that moment for me changed everything. And so we were like, how cool would this be to be able to create that type of moment for everybody in the room so there's a time of response and just breakthrough and healing it was so powerful so powerful that's so so cool how many stops do you guys do we did 12 stops that's a lot yeah all in february that is really crazy did you guys travel nonstop or are you back and forth between we were back and forth a little bit like our longest leg was like four days i seriously felt like a touring like band was Was it so fun though so fun yeah were you exhausted I was so exhausted. I got so sick at the end too and like had a rally through. So that was a bummer. But yeah, the girl who led worship during it too is like one of my childhood best friends. So it's just like a group of like friends just traveling in all the best restaurants. And that's so cool. Oh, it was so fun. Yeah. Van life. How did you find venues? So we connected with local churches through our delight leaders. So some of our delight chapters were really connected with churches there and they let us use their spaces. So it was super awesome. Worked out really well before we've done it in on university campuses and some of the rooms were just like so awkward. So this was super helpful in the sanctuary rooms and stuff. How many people typically go to one night or like can, cause I guess it depends on venue space too. I would say the average was probably like 200 people a night. So That's really cool. some of them had more, some of them had less and 
yeah, it was awesome. It's so powerful when you can fill a room with women worshiping yeah. the Lord. It was just so cool. But honestly, the small ones are really sweet too. This is so good. Yeah. There's something about something smaller and intimate. Yes. You just feel closer. I don't know. There's just oh, something so about good. it. I mean, both are great, but yes. <laughs> and the only thing that was extremely awkward with the small group was the dance. Like the oh dance gosh. was like just too intimate for a small group. <laughs> like I was like, this isn't going to work out every time I almost chickened out. And then Mac is like, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. That was so fun. Yeah. Okay. So how did you know what cities you wanted to hit? Was it just based off where you had chapters or did you like do some online thing? You know? Uh, yeah. Like the strategy of like where everybody's at. I don't know quite how to work that. So that's not what we did. We mostly did it <laughs> off of um, our chapters. Yeah, like we have some really awesome chapters in specific cities. So we knew they were going to bring out a lot of people. So that was a huge influence. Then other than that, it was kind of like central locations to some of our like heavier areas of delight. But this year was super like it was a really like trial year for us. Last year, we only did seven spots. So this is a pretty big leap for us. And we I don't know. I feel like we're in this season of like going after it and even if it wasn't like a huge following in a certain city we wanted to like still have a presence there so that like we could kind of start something more there so it was definitely like in certain locations we probably like it was like a loss probably for us like I don't know financially to like travel there and put on this whole event there with a small capacity or like with a small group but I think it was a win because we're starting something new in an area that's kind of untouched for us so I don't know next year we might do it a little bit different and maybe a little bit more strategic maybe go to less spots and just have like bigger venues I'm not totally sure what that's gonna look like but it was really cool to get to like go to some of these we went to like OKC Oklahoma yeah. City so random that it was so sweet like to see that all the people like travel there and stuff so yeah it was awesome how did you guys market it we market it mostly through our delight chapters that was probably our biggest thing they like always show up and show out mm. all those girls so that was awesome through social media through ads we did run ads around it um on like Instagram yeah Facebook okay, cool. ads Instagram ads or whatever and that it was really well, actually. And through our podcast, too. We did. Yeah. We, like, obviously shared about it all through the podcast. People came probably primarily through Delight Chapters. But we were so surprised by the amount of people that came because they listened to a podcast. Yeah. I was shocked. I was like, My podcast listeners are so much more dedicated than anything. It's my amazing. audience on YouTube is much larger than my podcast. Yeah. My podcast listeners are so freaking dedicated. Uh, that's like, the best. I just trust them. I they trust you guys up. with my life, just that's so you know. Amazing. They show I'm up. I'm behind it now, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it's cool because they get to hear you like all the time and hear more of your story. I mean, what's crazy about co- podcasts is they're so like candid, you know? Yeah. We're just here like chit chatting. It's like really like, it's not like a speech you prepared for exactly. years, you know? So yeah. it's just like your personality and stuff. And I feel like that's really fun, you know? I think it's a little bit more of like an intimate connection that you have. Yes. And if someone listens to your podcast, that's a really big commitment. My videos at this point are like 30, 40 minutes because they're like long vlogs. But a podcast is an hour long, typically around that. And you have so many to choose from. So if they're choosing you and listening to you every week, you form a bond. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Okay. Did you guys? So sorry. I literally just remember that I meant to ask this. Did you guys do tickets, right? Yes. Okay. So how did you, how do you even do that online? Like, how do you sell tickets practically? Like, I literally have no idea. Through Eventbrite. So we did them through Eventbrite. 
they take like a super small percentage of each sale, which is like awesome. So I definitely think it's the best platform to go through. They do like easy refunds, all that kind of stuff. And it's um, awesome too. Like you get all their, you know, contact information when they purchase a ticket. It's super easy to export all the contact lists and stuff like that. For newsletters and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's really helpful. And yeah, we sold everything through Eventbrite and just like linked it and swiped up to every everywhere. And it easily goes to your website too and stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. You guys are about to do like live shows, right? Yeah. Okay. Talk about that. And how are you guys like actually setting that up? Yeah. You know? This is our first time. So have you ever done a live podcast? No, I, I haven't. I've no, I've not done a live. I've been to like a few. Okay. And cool. guys, I'm definitely going to do yes, some. Don't worry. In the future, in the um, future. Yeah. I want to do them this year. I just am like, I mean, it would be through my network. So it's not like I'm just like going up and going haywire. But I just want to yeah. know like how you guys set it up, like yeah. how all of that happened. Yeah, so it's so fresh for us. It's like just happened. But we basically chose cities that we didn't go to on our tour because maybe we weren't going to, we probably don't have that huge of a following there, but it's like a city that is worth going to. And so we picked the cities based off of that. And then there were particular people like influencers in those areas that we've always wanted to collab with. And so it's an interview everywhere we go. It's not just Mac and I up there, which that would be fun too though. So, and then we got venues, like we did some of the venues we paid for, they're like small event spaces. All the capacities are super small. It's like 50 to a hundred people everywhere we go, but it'll be really fun. It'll be like, it'll be like more of like an event, like versus for the girl too, it was like a worship night. This probably gonna be way more of like we'll have like refreshments and it'll be like hangs we'll have like a photo booth and you know meet and greet it'll be like way more intimate setting um than anything we've done before so that's gonna be really fun I'm excited about it and I don't know but like I feel like people can like laugh live you know I'm just waiting for that in the podcast like yeah like like when they in tv yeah yeah, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for I don't know if I should bring those signs that are like laugh "Laugh." now you actually (laughs) should no you should yeah that's what I would do just to make sure people actually laugh at my jokes I'd be like all right it's time guys I wonder how different it's gonna feel like when people are watching you it's kind of awkward but I don't know no I think okay also you have the benefit of doing it with your best friend so that makes it way less awkward when you do it in front of people like if you did it you'd be solo yeah like I'd be solo I would always have a guest but I would be hosting solo yeah you know that's more pressure for sure yeah sometimes I wish that I had a co-host and then I think about it and I'm like no like there's not like there's certain people that I would want to co-host with but not for every single realm of my interest if that makes sense yeah so it's just it's just me it's me just myself you. and I You're one man show it. I yeah. like that no that's impressive I don't know what else I would do yeah it's nice having you just get a breath sometimes you know I'm like you talk you know <laughs> like all right someone else um okay how are you setting up production and stuff for the tour we are at most places you can just like rent sound and stuff like that okay so cool. they're at like venues where that's like possible we're only going to three so only one of them the one locally actually we're doing it with a clothing store called dress up yeah it's really kind of random but i've gone to a couple events where they did that where they did it at a clothing store they just like move the clothes aside i guess and set out chairs and uh, it's kind of fun collaboration because they kind of benefit too because you're bringing in all these like local Mm -hmm. people to their store and it's also fun i think we're gonna have like discounts to the clothes and stuff so it's kind of a win-win for everybody yeah um and that one though obviously we have to bring in our own sound i'm borrowing it from a friend so that's what's going down i could probably rent it but 
I make this stuff out to be like it is the biggest deal ever. Even today, I, for the 15th time, guys, just started recording remotely, as I've told you so many times. <laughs> and this mic setup is actually so easy to use. It kind of looks yes. confusing and then you use it and it's actually so easy. But for some reason, I am just convinced that I'm always doing something wrong. I texted my producer before this and I was like, wait, is it supposed to import in two files? He's like, yeah, there's two mics. So that means two tracks. That'd be really like, scary oh. too. No. I've never been in charge. Like, like again, solo. You're like, you gotta like figure this Hope for out. the best. I'm like, you know, we're just trying here. Okay. Yes. So we are, have been talking for almost an hour at this point. Uh -oh, um, okay. We're going to end off with yes. two questions. I have a few that people ask, so I have okay. to pick the best ones. Okay. The first one. Okay. We'll do the, how to find a local church. Mm -hmm. um so a lot of people were phrasing this i have the question and i already have my answer so would love to hear yours oh, wow. um a lot of people were asking like how to find a local church that meets my needs in my city that's how it was phrased emphasis on that's how it's phrased anyways go ahead <laughs> okay i think i see where you're going with this i think i see where you're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's good i always say like with church there's a couple things it's got to be when you find a church, you want to find people that you can connect with, obviously, like that are going to be your people. Sometimes they get that out just walking in once, but maybe it takes a couple of times. But yeah, it's got to be your people. Church community is a huge part of church, you know, like your mm -hmm. friendships that it's come out of that. It's the biggest part. Yeah. yeah. So you want to be able to connect with the people there. So that's one huge thing that I always say you got to find in a church. And then the second thing is you got to like encounter God in that place. Like that's what we're all here for to like mm -hmm. encounter Jesus. And so you can encounter him through the preacher. You can encounter him through the worship, just like one way or another, you got to like experience the presence and feel the presence of God in that place. And if you have those two things, it's a place for you. And honestly, a lot of people overthink it, you know, and get really picky about it and get really picky about the way the sermons are, you know, and it's true. The longer you're in a church, the more you're exposed to, and maybe the more that you start to not like about it. And so you've got to like, you got to just like, especially our generation, we got to just commit to it, go all in and mm -hmm. like, and you'll start to love it and you'll start to love the people. But if you're encountering God and if you vibe with the people, I think those are the two most important aspects that you have to find in the church and really nothing else matters as much so and there's you're not going to find everything you want but yeah. what were you going to say because I think is so good yeah yeah so I love the local church it is like my favorite thing ever out of anything I've ever done it's the coolest thing I've gotten to be a part of and yeah. I have like a pretty cool life too like I've been able to do a lot of things that I'm like so really good. feel like so like lucky for but I definitely think like the most rewarding most fulfilling thing that I've been a part of has a hundred percent been the local church. And it's like my biggest life value almost wow. for like the rest of my life. So but I also understand people who have been like hurt by the church and church hurts. And I could go into this forever and ever and ever. Yeah. I, one, I want to say, I'm so sorry. Like mm -hmm. I have been there. I understand it. I also think it's important to kind of have a mature mindset on it. Yeah, I think there are definitely times when a church, when any group of people can do harm or like more harm than good. I think overall, I love the local church and I think that there are amazing things that are happening through. I think it's so life giving. There's so many amazing outreaches. There's like so many different like groups of people, all that stuff. I think it's the best yeah. thing ever. Um, but I'm obviously not going to like say, oh, it's perfect because it's not. It's a group of people. Yes. I think it's really important to remember that 
in any group of people like think about it as a sports team or just like your coworkers or something you're never gonna fully agree with a group of people on every single thing like on how it's run or on someone who went to like leadership like whatever it might be like you're never gonna fully agree with anyone with that being said I think going into finding a church that meets every single need of yours is kind of like not the best perspective to go into it I think it's really important like I personally view church as more of like serving the church and like serving the local church and obviously you're gonna receive and you're gonna get so much out of Mm -hmm. that but I think you actually you get way more out of it from serving And I think a lot of the time people don't want to serve because they're like, no, I just want to go and sit and like receive and all that. Like you're missing out on so much of it. And that Mm -hmm. is like the one thing that we're all called to do is like serve the local church in whatever capacity that is. Like, I don't think it always has to look like you are on the serve team at this church. Like there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. Yeah. I also think it's really important to be planted. Like you cannot grow if you're not planted. Mm. And that means like you stick around when things get tough or there's maybe like some conversation that you need to have with someone or I think having conversations as soon as you know you need to have a conversation and not waiting I have 100% waited I don't hate confrontation but like no one loves it so there's definitely been conversations that like I've either needed to have and I had or I never ended up having them and I'm like I like I always regret it yeah but I think it's just kind of investing in understanding that no place is perfect and you're probably not going to find something that meets every single thing that you are looking for but that's kind of the beauty of it and that's kind of the point so yeah I think as far as finding community just in general I think community is like the most important part of a church personally I think the community is what keeps you there yeah so exactly what I said earlier when I was like you have to find be a friend to find a friend or whatever I'm like butchering that quote for sure um (laughs) it's really important like it's really easy to go to a church and be like oh no one's reaching out to me or no one whatever and if they aren't like I'm sorry that isn't also not amazing but you can also reach out to them you can also invest in them you can join a connect group you just have to show up and keep showing up and be planted like find one place I have found so much more like enjoyment and fulfillment and community and friends from like being planted at a church versus just like church hopping all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, something I really care about, but I just wanted to talk about that because I get questions about that all the time. Mm, and yeah, that's good. This is really perfect. Okay. okay. A lot of people been asking how to get like kind of closer to God or like grow in your faith. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> I love that. Right. It's hard. You're like, how do I, how do I get to know him? How do I pray? All the things. And yeah, I struggled with that hardcore for a long period of my life. Like seriously, sometimes you're like, what do I do? How do I connect with God? You know, like I'm going to journal about my feelings and then I'm going to try to get on my knees and pray. or I'm going to try to go to church and all these things and it gets really difficult. And so anyways, I struggled with that forever. And we recently actually in delight, we launched a brand new resource. I'm so excited. I've never been so excited about something I launched. I don't know if I you've subscribed. ever that. I'm, yeah, I, I love saw it. that. <laughs> I saw that. I was, me and Mac talked about it in the office for like ever. We were like, <laughs> Kenzie subscribed and she's looking at it all (laughs) it's so awesome yes it's really really kind of a cool thing and basically it's like hub I'm kind of describing it as like a digital hub of resources that you can find to help you connect with God in your every day and so in there you kind of find like we have these guided prayers that 
kind of I love them right? yeah you just press play and it just like kind of ushers you into the presence of God I really started to learn to hear God's voice through a guided prayer in another situation but that's why it's implemented through there you start to learn to hear his voice through these prayers and you can download them bring them on a walk with you or something it's awesome so guided prayers there's scripture readings there's a challenge every month that gives you something tangible to work on and grow and mature in here's our favorite worship songs and podcasts things like that and because I think sometimes we're just confused of where to find all that stuff and so it's all of our favorite things that have helped us grow in our faith so yeah if you're looking to grow or you're just like hungry to grow or where do I start seriously I feel like the tent is going to be such a good resource for so many women and we refresh the content every month so there's new things and super fun yeah I agree it's a really good tool it's really great but I wanted to start it originally because I was like okay this would be a really good thing to recommend to people too yeah because they get asked it all the time and it's like I'm a really big reader so I have this Amazon shop page of all the books that I've been reading lately and I love that I like the tent because everything is together so I think as far as like recommending anything to you guys and kind of sending you anywhere I would recommend the tent you know? Uh, yes. Thank it's you. It's so cute. Thank you. I'm excited about it. <laughs> okay. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. We recorded for quite some time. Oh, wow. Talkers. We're, yeah. Big talkers over here. <laughs> okay. Where can they find you? Yes. Okay. So a couple different places. I'm on Instagram, Delight Ministries, or for the girl underscore, 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 underscore. There, it was not taken, you know, without Wait, the underscores. Was it really that many underscores or? No. I was like, I, okay, I looked at it earlier. <laughs> I will have it in the show notes below. Love their yes. podcast. Love everything. Also the tent, I think would be like really helpful to a lot of people. Yes. So. You can find the tent at forthegirl.com slash the tent. You can find out all about delight at delightministries.com. If you wanted to start a delight, if, if you're in college and there's not a delight oh, yeah. chapter on your campus, you can totally start when application is on that website delightministries.com and if you're like is there a delight on my campus I would love that you can also find out if there is at delightministries.com so all the things delight at delightministries.com all the things girly and fun and podcasts and events at forthegirl.com wow you did a really great job with that thank you that was really like it's complicated no it was good though I felt I felt very informed okay good (laughs) okay thank you so much for coming on (laughs) thank you All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you want, you guys should head on over to the For the Girl podcast. That's their podcast. And then they also have The Tent, Delight Ministries. They have so much going on. It's really actually cool. But oh, also, I have a highlight on my Instagram about like my morning reading and kind of like my devotion time and all that stuff. So if you guys are interested and have any questions, just head on over to Kinsey Elizabeth on Instagram. And then it's the morning reading highlight. But love you guys so much. And I will talk to you guys soon.